0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up, family? Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league from the MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-50, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. online. Well, the game starts, who is a proud sponsor of the Boss Man Show on your radio. friend of mine, a mentor of mine, a great guy, North Florida Osprey's head coach, Matt Driscoll with the cool glasses today. I love him. The cool glasses coach has. How you doing, man?
1: Jr. let me tell you something. If I don't have these on, I don't know exactly how you'd look right now. <laughs> so these are these are computer glasses and readers. Okay. And so, so because of the computer, I can see clearly from like 24 inches roughly.
0: Yeah. It's the true, bottoms, like them,
1: coach. yeah bottoms are readers, but... You know, give her the credit with the clear. So like your hat matching up with your shirt. I'm sure your shoes match as well. The clear glasses kinda go with anything. So every day I every day it looks great.
0: Coach, I, I kinda went standard. I went black hat, gray polo, black shorts, gray shoes. I
1: thought you were gonna say red shoes, actually.
0: Nah, I, I was going gray, black, gray by today. So nah, I didn't do it today, Coach. But you look yeah, like man. a
1: referee. You look like a referee. So that's gonna start in. A, now we're now we're starting off on a bad place right now.
0: But if you're my guy, Coach. I give y'all the calls. But
1: <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. Hey, don't let don't 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 let Lenny know that. Don't tell hey, Lenny you, that. You, keep, keep Lenny
0: out of that. Yeah. Hey, he hey, he won't come out the show again ever again. If I told him, he giving you found out. Never oh, again. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, now, Coach, man, I can't believe it. We're not going to be
1: talking about Wing Stop, too, by the way, because
0: yeah. you know
1: I love Wing Stop. So we ain't talking about no other wing places, just Wing Stop.
0: Coach, now, right, now what's your flavor? Barbecue, hickory? No no, 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 no. There's only one way to eat a wing. What's
1: There's that?
0: Only- lemon pepper. There's only one. Okay, way. lemon pepper. Okay, I'm with you there, Coach. That's I'm it. with you.
1: I'm with and you. I tell you what, like it, like, like all day. I feel like I'm like Adrian Peterson all day. You
0: got there all right. Day. Hey, I love lemon pepper barbecue, original hickory, Cajun as well. Dry like rub. You like hickory? Hmm.
1: Wow. Okay. I'm not uh, even sure I've ever had hickory.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of a coach of all kind of wing flavors. You know, but I do love lemon pepper and barbecue for sure.
1: Now. If Hattie B's knew what you were saying right now, they wouldn't be real happy. I was gonna let you know that. Because you know Hattie B's, that that I mean, that's Nashville. That, that that's that's real hot chicken right there.
0: Now, coach, I, I have to take you to a place that's oh, even hotter. I know even prices. Hotter. Prices. No, 400 degrees in Nashville, even hotter.
1: I never heard of that.
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's about five minutes from Tennessee State. I gotta oh, take cool. you over there when you come to town for like, Lipscomb. I'll take you over there. You got to love you'll love the you'll love it. Now I'll tell you, Coach, one hundred degrees will make you sneeze. Okay, that's, that's how hot it is. Okay. That's fair.
1: <laughs> hey, I I need mine at twenty then, because I'm about. I, I'm that's why I like lemon pepper. Like I'm not I'm not real good. I can go mild, but like after that, I start sweating.
0: One hundred percent. Yeah, I keep mine to. One hundred degrees or less. I can't go higher than that because, like you said, I don't like hot food. But I like it, but I can't. I can't deal with it too. too well. So, if they sell
1: like four hundred degrees, do you have to sign a waiver or something?
0: Oh no, you just have a burned mouth. You
1: don't, if you don't die or something. You don't <laughs> fall over and
0: done with. Yeah, and also up in Nashville, not very known, Prince's hot chicken.
1: Yeah, no, Prince, no. that's what I meant. I meant Prince's. Yeah, yeah.
0: Prince's. Yeah, that's no that's smile. on the east side. Yes. Yeah, so I go between 100, 100 degrees up in Chelsea State and Princess And p- another one they have now called Pepper Fire Hot Chicken. And that's another place. And it's over there about uh, West End area over there.
1: Well, that's where we always stay over there in the West End. And that's why we like Hattie B's because, number one, it's amazing food. Number two, as body good of people as you could want to be around. I mean, they're just – really really good people and 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 it's a neat environment for our guys and it's walkable um so you know we, we we really you know interesting side note when you think about jr college athletics or college athletes and you think about what it's really like and there's a lot more to it than meets the eye you know there's things that people see on espn or abc or cbs or whatever but they rarely see the other stuff in the preparation and um, um but the meal times you know because of covid it really set teams back because that's one of the biggest times that you get a chance to really build and forge and really have those guys esprit de corps and their their synergy and and everything they're about and where they come from. When you sit around food at a table, it just seems to to make things really natural. Um and then next thing you know, the next meal it's two or three other guys. And then the next meal, um I remember and I'm trying to remember, I know I think Drake, I think Drake dropped a new album. And then I think Something happened at the White House or something, and then I think there was like a big boxing match, and I and I don't quite remember the order of it, but I do remember one of our players during this day. We didn't have a game, and and at breakfast, when we went to lunch, and then at dinner, he he. I mean, the whole gamut. He was talking, you know, about Drake's album in the morning, and blah, blah, blah. then he was with another person that night, and they were talking about some something in politics. And then the next at dinner, he's talking about this big boxing match that was coming up, and and you start to say to yourself, like, so now that I've officiated um, our seventh player, I think it's my ninth or tenth wedding, something like that. But my our seventh player, and those guys are coming back. And now you kind of see, you know, that that bond, that brotherhood, that 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 coming together. And mm-hmm. then and then the things that transpired that you didn't know about and and the different stories that come out from it. And and so I I think those meals um that we missed, um I I think that's something that's you know, that that we're we're really, really happy and excited for that they came back, you know.
0: And coach, I'm gonna tell you this for you and I, I'm not
1: I'm not leaving you, I gotta grab something. Now you,
0: you're fine, coach. I'm gonna throw Go this ahead. out you, coach. You know, you're a guy from Pittsburgh. I'm a guy from Atlanta, and basketball brought us together and shows us how much we have in common and how we have a synergy <laughs> with each other. So They're just both from football yeah. states, by the way. Go yeah, ahead. so let's think about that the sports this it's talking to each other, coming together. We have so much in common. We have a great friendship and you somebody I trust immensely in my life. And I, I'm glad to have you in my life. I'm telling you on the air, coach, I really am. And just this is how basketball is how being genuine people brings you together and have synergy. And even your staff, all your staff, I love all your staff. They're great to me. So just I just wanna tell you, you have a great people around you, great person, and and you are a genuine individual. I can see a lot of people in this business, but you're definitely genuine. It's not about what I can do for you or or get you a recruit. You truly care about, about me as a person, not what I can do for you because I, I'm an individual that you care for.
1: I think that's, that's something, JR, thank you very much. Um, very kind of you to say it because I think that's where, you know, I, I, when I've done these leadership talks for years, my second pillar of five was always people skills. And one of the things about those people skills is the fact that there has to be genuineness. And if you don't have that ability, it's really hard for for you to lead or, or for to have people um, to follow. And when you think about what brings people together or what what makes that transpire, well, you know, like just the fact that your dad was a barber, and know what goes on at barbershops and know how a lot of the world's problems get solved there, but nobody knows it. But like all the different things that go down and, and, and happen, and, and, but also to learn how to communicate, learn how to have conversation, learn how to have debate, uh, learning how to have differences, um, agree to disagree, whatever you want to call it. And so I like to hear those kind of things. I like to learn from those kind of things. And now fast forward when I speak, I really believe that that we can be the difference daily. However, it's very difficult for young people, actually, for anyone, but young people in particular, it's very difficult, especially like like if we all have these different dots on a map, and however they come together, they come together. But if you don't embrace where your feet are physically planted you know, the transfer portal, whatever you want to look at uh, a relationship. If you don't embrace where your feet are planted with that relationship, if you're always looking for, well, I'm looking for the next best one, or I'm looking for, you know, whatever. And if you don't embrace where your feet are planted with your children, if you don't embrace it with your community, whatever that looks like. But then I say that word that I've always talked about with that second pillar, but you've got to have genuine purpose. And your purpose has got to be genuine. At the end of the day, we get hired and fired for winning and losing. Like, that's our profession. But that doesn't mean I have to be like a certain way or if things aren't going away, you know, whatever it is. I mean, so to me, that's really important that we continue to teach our young people that. Um, and I think maybe, maybe not. And, and maybe you speak on this, I mean, there's probably a lot of that you learned from being in your dad's barbershop.
0: Correct. I learned people, different backgrounds, different perspectives. That's why I'm able to interact with anybody because my dad could. My dad had an innate skill besides when he was coaching football and basketball or whatever, when I was just cutting hair. He could connect with people. And I feel like I had that same gift that no matter where I go, I could take anybody there. Like. I was, a t- I was a coach. I was at the tennis tournament for ten days, and I became friends with security guards or people working in the restaurants or the volunteers because I don't care what what your role is. I was look at you as a person, not not what you do. That's not define me, define you to me. I, I look at you what's in your heart and what your vibe is and what you're about. And, I and, it, can, doesn't
1: I mean, and it doesn't mean it doesn't mean you have to spend three hours. It's the genuineness, and then you walk by him 10 times, you know, and by the fifth time, six times, seventh time, whatever it is, and now you're starting to, you know, the relationships, you know, whatever. And, and that to me is exactly what it is, whether it be the maintenance guy, you know, like this morning, we had our last um, um, gathering, uh, the physical activity around campus, and as I was waiting for the guys, I don't know, four, five, six, eight, I don't even know how many it was, because it was in the morning. It was about seven, I guess it was about seven thirty. And like I've been here 14 years. And I a lot more than than I do now. I don't run on campus as much as I used to. Um, just because of we do different time, the timing's just different. And um, but all those people you would run by and say hello to and yada 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 and now like the lady that went to Michigan and loves Michigan football like every time I see her I I, I never say hello to her you know what I say to her go so blue yeah that's <laughs> what I say to her I'm like the guy that you know finally Georgia won and he has a dog's you know flag on his golf cart you know that he drives every every day you know and he drove by me today you know I, I, I yelled go oh, dog hey go you know, how you doing? And like, you know, so those are the kind of things I think can help our communities. I think they can help our, you know, and I say community, you know, the biggest bang for your buck is in the middle where your bullseye, if you throw darts, that's where you get the most points. Well, the campus, that's our biggest bang for our buck. And, and, and you better have a, um, a situation where the campus is, is, is understands who you are as well too. I mean, there's a guy retiring. I just, ran into and was just messing around with and, and um, for like four seconds, and he came out real fast. There was a lot. I said, yeah, you're trying to go airborne or what are you doing? Now nah, coach, I'm I ain't trying to do that. You know, I got my, my time I'm ticking. My time's ticking out. I said, I know, I know you're retiring. You tell me every time you see me now, you trying to rub it. But I mean, that's the kind of thing, JR, when you're going to that tennis tournament, um, th- those are the kind of things that, you know, people, people need that um and and that little bit could be the difference in that person's day and and they might just have it you know this might might be having a really really bad day and all of a sudden they're like you know what that young man he was a great smile he had you know he's really nice to me um you know so i I think i think i think it's it's important
0: Uh, and i credit my mom and dad for that you know i know my mom was a Lipscomb grad. I know it's not the. I know that's something that Lenny would love. that. she's a Lipscomb.
1: Grad. <laughs> hey, one of our play, one of our players' dad is a great, was a great player. Scored like thirteen hundred points at Lipscomb. That's okay.
0: Yeah, you know, All but right. but I think you know, um, I learned people skills from from my father. He he taught me that, and I feel like that's why I'm doing it. with this radio show, I guess, hey, I great with people because I'm genuine. I have no agenda. It's just about having real conversations.
1: Let me ask you this question. Did he ever try to show you how to cut hair?
0: Uh, Yes. It went very badly.
1: (laughs) Well, at least you knew what you were really not good at.
0: Yes. (laughs) Hey, I told him um, I can't coach and cut hair, but I I can talk about all those things. He said, yeah, he used to be a talker then, son. You don't try this.
1: You can't see him, but up there on the bottom right is my college, junior college um, team. And, um, number 20, Bobby Farrington was my roommate. And, um, so he's like, Hey, Drisc, you know, just cause we're, you know, trying to save money back in the eighties. Hey, do, do me a favor. Can you, oh yeah. I can do that. That's no problem. Yeah. No problem. And, you know, it starts with the, you know, the fade and then, you know, the, you, you don't get it right. And then it ends up up here. And then you don't remember back in the day, this is in the eighties. And then you got it up here and then you ended up getting it like, almost like this, this much round hair and then, you know, and eventually, you know, he's like, man, just take it all off, you know, just get rid of it. Um, So I, I, I learned as well as a college teammate um, that that wasn't my, my Avenue either. We have a kid on a team. We actually bought a barber chair. We have a barber chair in the locker room. He actually cuts, uh, some of our guys' hair. Um, he has a. He actually has a gold. Um, what do you call it? Not razor. But what are they called? The Clipper. Sh- clipper. The he's got a good. He's got a gold clipper. Um, nice.
0: So, yeah, coach, just... you're gonna love this story, coach. Mister Rodney, a guy known in the neighborhood, who's 87 years old, still mm. cuts hair on the west side of Atlanta. Of
1: all, I'd ask him to put his hand out to see how much it shakes at 87. <laughs>
0: Yes, Mr. Rodney feels funny.
1: When you got stuff like this, it don't matter. <laughs> yeah. It, all you gotta do is go to great clips and get the best deals and whatever.
0: Yeah, he's like, I don't want to retire, JR. I love it too much. I said, Mr. Rodney, you've been doing this this way before I was born, man.
1: <laughs> wow. Good for him.
0: Yeah. And like just like my father, he marshaled Dr. King back in the day. He was he, he saw how Lana used to be. So he's an elder who tells us all kinds of stories about how uh, the old Atlanta was. I love talking to that, that, that gentleman. Cause he's always, he has a wealth of knowledge always for us.
1: Does he, does he, does he foresee as well? Meaning like, so he was telling those stories in the seventies and he was telling the stories in the eighties and he was telling them in the nineties and two thousands. And like, I wonder if some of the things he was saying that, are going to transpire or should transpire or we've got to change this or this is i wonder like how he's told the stories how much they've changed or how much foresight he has not forecasting but you know what i'm saying i wonder i wonder i wonder you know of course you don't know unless you can think back you know 20 30 years when you were you know, talking with him i wonder i wonder i wonder if he would understand that or know that or or, or how much he's actually Kind of been right, as far as how Atlanta's progressed.
0: Yeah, like uh, he told me at the time, Coach. Now you know where I run is off Northside Drive in the Gulch. The time that him and my father said they couldn't cross their tra- tracks without after dark, they would get beat up. Yeah. So he, he, like Mr. Rodney, was was my father. Was like we didn't think we'll have, have 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 integration. We was getting beat up to cross the tracks. Mm. So. For them and the older generation, in that generation, some of them have problems with people coming together still. And I don't, don't, don't lie to you, Coach.
1: No, 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 I, 100%. Yeah, but,
0: but but he, Mr. Roddy's, I like that, but some of them are. But he's like, you know, I feel like there's a he, – he's always said that he felt like, you know, the people in their age bracket, if they didn't raise their kids to be a certain way, we would all be better for it because he's right. There are some people who grow grandparents like they are, who have those beliefs on the other side of the, of the fence in the Ledger. So he always told us to be true, and and treat everybody with respect, no matter what. And he said the political things in this country will happen. He said, um, unfortunately for us, we was already behind the eight balls. We're trying to play catch oh. up always, oh. and and that's what's part of the issues here. And he said you have to have people with genuine hearts you want to accept and open the pot to others so we obviously see together so I remember talking about that all the time it's right we, we want to come together as one not as adversaries he always tells it as, as, as children and my father did as well
1: did a uh, interview on I think it was Monday and we kind of talked a little bit about this um and it was a leadership interview and um I'm not a I'm not one of those guys that believes that leaders are born. I believe that you're developed and you have certain traits and tools. And then there's all kind of different ways to lead and be a leader. Um, But on the flip side, just like, like racists aren't born. Like, it's not like you're born racist. It's like, like you come it's in taught. and like, it's all taught. It's it's just it's taught. It's a it's 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 a taught. Let
0: me tell you a quick story, Coach. At the sense tournament, I'll tell you this a quick story. There was a black player playing. A little young white girl was cheering for the black player. I told her daddy, "He's an American." No, honey, you cheer for the white guy. You don't cheer for the black guy. At the sense tournament, I witnessed that. And the, the girl was about between five to six years old. But she was cheering for him because he was an American. Correct. And the daddy said, "No, you cheer for the white guy." Not nah, you don't cheer for him. She, he never said why, but I could pick up why he said it. But the young girl didn't had no clue. Now that happened ten times for Just I was just at the last ten days. It, it hurt hurt my soul, coach, to see that.
1: One hundred percent. Twenty twenty two. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's. No, I'm you not, know, the young not girl speaking. was so
0: innocent. She's a chance to cheer for an American. She didn't care that he was black. It was he was an American. No, you cheer for him. And what a great
1: and what a great opportunity for him to, you know, to take that moment and really help her, you know, to understand. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's disappointing, and that goes back to the last part of embracing where your feet are planted with a genuine purpose, treating others the way you want to be treated, not the way they treat you. Yes, that's that's where it gets difficult, because you want to treat everybody the way you you want to be treated. you know you want to treat everybody the way you want to be treated but not the way they like if they don't treat you like you can't you you can't whatever you 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 gotta understand and you gotta to to, to really really understand like no I'm gonna keep treating people the way I want to be treated even though they're not reciprocating whatever the word is.
0: Yeah it's reciprocating yeah you know and, you can,
1: and you can move on though but you don't have to you can leave you can walk away you can there's a lot of things you can do um and I can't imagine because I have no clue um I have no insight I never would say that I do um I don't know what it's like to live in your shoes and I don't I don't have that there's no way anybody can um
0: I will tell you coach when stuff happens to me I just chalk it up to that they're they're ignorant. They don't know any better.
1: Sure. Unintelligent, yeah.
0: And and uh I, I know that I'm a I'm a decent human being and I mean well. If you can't see that when you when you meet me, that's on you. Because God made me to love people and be a beacon for help hopeful people and to help people. And if you can't see that or if you judge me with the color of my skin, that shows me who you really are. And you, you know, and that
1: and that word, that four letter word, you know, when you talk about love. It's got so many layers to it, um, and and I think, you know, that's obviously because it comes from your heart, and in my opinion, your heart controls your mind, and so, you know, you squeeze a lemon, you get lemon juice; you squeeze a lime, you get lime juice, and so when you squeeze people, you, you know, you you get who they truly are, um, and um, we just have to continue to, you know, just to do the best we can.
0: And coach, though know, my father always told me, "Coach, Jr., do the next right thing." So I always used to tell me that, Coach, do the next right thing. So in doing, that's how I live my life, Coach. Doing the next right thing by everybody. Don't reciprocate evil with evil. Be better than that and do the next right thing. So, I'm thankful he gave me those, that grounding and background to be able to be that way.
1: Hold and on, Jr. Hold on. Can you hear me?
0: I can, there, Coach hold on hold on
1: i i had to unplug it
0: Gotcha.
1: i, I can't turn it around
0: <laughs> are you what fine did he, what did he tell you no to do the next the next right thing no look what did he tell you the next right thing there it is there it is the next right thing and you are right thing hey <laughs> there on is. point that's that, right.
1: that's been our that's been our motto since since day one um you know just it's really really important um and it's important in 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 a lot of things it's important in athletics obviously um you know, we were just talking about that last night with Jonathan, and um you know he's a great player and had a great you know he's just, he's just he, but he's he's because of his the way he was brought up and because of his um heritage he's um He's very, very, very difficult. He's very tough on himself. And he's too tough on himself. And I was was like, Jonathan, when you were a freshman, like, okay, there's a lot of things you had to learn. You had to learn quickly. You were thrown into the fire, yada, yada, yada. Like that's life. I said, however, if you compare that to now your third year, how many times do you think I raise my voice during practice, seventeen practices at you this summer. He said, "Never, you never, not once." And I said, "So, Jonathan, like, like you've earned, you've put it in, you, you, like, you get all like, and why? You have to understand, like, you can't beat yourself up. You make an error, you make an error, and you know what it is, Jonathan. He's like, I know. Next right thing, coach. I know. Next right thing." You know, Coach Drew used to say it this way. Coach Drew at Baylor used to say, Don't let one thing lead to the, to it. Let yeah, I used to say it, don't let one lead, don't let one thing lead to two. That's how he used to say it. Um, so I, I think that's great that you that that you kind of have that in the in the back of your brain. Um, and, and I think it's critical. Um, I I think it's critical. And it doesn't mean short-term memory, it just means like the world ain't stopping. No doubt. Like injury, illness, attrition. Like Gonzaga doesn't care. Like November 7th, they're playing us. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, and like last year is a good example, JR. You know, people don't know this. And again, when you deal with reality, so like now's perception, you guys, the media, you come out with your preseason. Um, your preseason magazines, your preseason pr- pr- um, pronostication, whatever that's called, your preseason stuff, right? And then, when it, you know, if people are like you, you do your due diligence, you talk to people that are in the league. Some people, they look on the internet and they say, oh, they got this, 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 and this. This guy's from, you know, this high major. He's from this high major. Well, they're going to be pretty good, whatever. It's all perception. Reality is March. And when you look at our group from last year, this is what super, super... So the A son, in my opinion, now has 14 teams. I believe there are seven to eight that can for sure win the tournament. If it's a three-game, you know, if you're one of the top, it'll be a three-game. If you're... um seven, eight, nine, ten. So that in that case, it'll end up being four games. But if you're uh one, two, three, four, five, six, um, it'll it'll be three games. And I think there's seven to eight teams that can win the tournament. Now winning the regular season, we've done it three times in the last eight years, last time in 2020. Winning the regular season is has a little bit more to it. Because it's 18 games and yada yada 100%. yada. But For us, for instance, last year, we start with COVID. And then it doesn't, you know, we get set back. Our first game on the road at Gulf Coast, we had seven guys. And then we get guys back. And now we go one and seven, the first eight games of the league. We lose five games, either in the last possession or the last Minute, whatever it was it was you know buzzer beaters and misses and free throw whatever it's five of them and two of our leading scores got concussions in that time and we're telling our guys like you know here's what we got to do here's what we and then we flip it and then the second half of the season we go six and two so now we're the only team in the league in a regular season to beat Jacksonville State and Liberty, the two teams that won both of their sides. And so six and two, and we lose a a flagrant one they didn't call on a on a on a on a play at home that we probably would have been seven and one. And our two leading scorers that got concussions in the first one one and seven, JR, when we flipped it to six and two, the last four weeks of the season, one had a broken finger and one had a a torn um, ligament in his elbow. Wow! They didn't play, but we still went six and two. So now you're hot, and now you're like okay. And so my point to you is that's why the tournament is so dangerous, and that's why I say I think there's seven to eight that can win the tournament because if you're if you're feeling yourself and you're you now you might have to obviously you might have to go on the road. Because um, our tournament, our, our league is the best league in America, in the sense that the, the the higher seeds get the home seed all the way through. So it makes it hard, but you know what? The highest seed that did their deal during the regular season, they you deserve it. They they they've earned. Let's I like earned better. They earned. Okay. They've earned that stuff, and and so they they they've earned that home uh, court advantage. And then to get the opportunity, of course, you know, ESPN and yada, yada, yada. So I really, really like when you when you think about where we are and all those things, that next right thing comes into play way more n- than people think.
0: No doubt. Well, Coach Driscoll, you're my first interview since I got up from surgery. So I feel great.
1: Oh, what an honor.
0: <laughs> you're my first interview back since I got up from surgery. I always love our chats, coach, and I feel good. I feel like I'm, I feel normal to me again, to be the, doing the interviews. So I'm uh, thankful for being my first well, one of the year, man. I'm sure
1: this is very similar to our last one, by the way, because you always have that great smile and you always have that great energy. But I will tell you this though, when COVID came, the NABC did this huge video deal and they had all these coaches on. And they asked me, and I actually volunteered because I know the guy pretty well and said, if you, if you want me to be your test pilot, I'll be your test pilot. And I can help you get through all the nuances of what Zoom was. and all." So they're like, man, would you do that? Coach? Yeah, I would, I would do that. So I was the test pilot, the first one. And then right after me was Calipari and Tony Bennett and you know, all these great. And then they said, Coach, we want to throw you a little bone. We want to let you be the last one, too. You'll be the only one that does it twice. And you're going to close us off as well at the end of this. I think it was like two months or three months. I said, man, that's awesome. And they said, it's even better because you're going to close and you're going to follow Greg Popovich. And I'm like, that's what I said. I said, wow. So the first one we probably get, I don't know, 800, 900,000. I don't even know. It It was a lot of people. And we work through all the nuances and, you know, sharing your screen and, you know, all those things that are, you know, that are, that are whatever. Now, now they're nothing. Close your eyes. Right. So now we get to the end. So if you do this to me, then I know you truly love me. So we get to the end and I'm going to follow Greg Popovich. So I jump on 15 minutes early, of course. And I'm pretty sure there was like 2000 people on watching Greg Popovich. And it was a Friday, and I went at 5 o'clock. I, like, I remember it's like it was yesterday. So I'm thinking, man, 2,000 people, even if half of them get off, I'm going to have an audience of 1,000 coaches across the world that are going to learn about the University of North Florida, you know, all that stuff. 87 coaches stayed on.
0: Wow. Wow, Coach. hey. Like and the, I was thinking late night like comedy thinking, show almost
1: I, I was thinking man this is awesome I'm going to help them out and then they're going to help us out on the back end I'm going to follow Greg Popovich yeah well and guess what I was the only one that followed. everybody else followed him off the screen when he got off everybody else got off so there's a good leader I guess
0: Hey, well, coach, you know, I'm always happy back on the show, coach. You know, I love you, man, in real life. And so not just business with me. It's you're a true friend, a mentor of mine. Thank so you. thank you so much, coach. I look forward to seeing you when I'm going to come to my house in Nashville and see you all play against Austin P. and, and Lipscomb for sure. We're going to get some hot chickens, as well, coach. See you in February. All right, coach. I look forward to it, buddy. Thank you, baby. Have a great weekend. Anytime, coach. What's up, family? Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league from the MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in game betting props and futures head to bet online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet use our promo code believe50 b l e a v 50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts who's a proud sponsor of the Boss Man show on your radio